This is Beth Butler, and thank you for listening to From the Ground Up, where we chat with people in and around the real estate industry. I have been in the real estate business for 35 years, and much of my experience has been about building the business from the ground up. And I'm pleased to share some of the people who I've met along the way and who have helped me build in this podcast. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Ground Up podcast. I'm pleased to welcome Thomas Echea to the podcast today. He is the owner of Martini Mountain, which you're going to hear all about here and all of its related Martini Mountain properties. And he's also a top producer with Compass. And we're just going to dive into this idea of how he found this vacation rental property, how he promotes it, the success he's had. And he's just got a little bit of a different take on the whole short-term vacation rental space. And I can't wait for him to tell you a story. Welcome to From the Ground Up, Thomas Achea. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for having me today. You're so welcome. I know you've been a successful real estate agent in Florida for a while. What led you to invest in Blue Ridge, Georgia? Well, I think the biggest thing for me was change. Um, I've been in South Florida for a while and had, you know, through the years um, outside of building my real estate career in South Florida, I had uh, the opportunity to have a lot of successful traditional and non-traditional rentals. And I wanted something that was going to be different, change from what I had been doing for over a decade. I know a lot of people have been trending towards Blue Ridge lately, like it used to be everybody went to North Carolina, and now I hear more and more about Blue Ridge. So tell me, how did you discover Blue Ridge and what led you there? Okay, so uh, Blue Ridge in itself, it was a process. Um, me and my partner, we um, had, you know, Jeff is his name, we had been discussing that we wanted to have a getaway place that we could go to that would be, you know, not a huge travel time from South Florida. So we did a little research and over time we found that Blue Ridge checked the boxes of what we were looking for. Um, it's, it was close to a major city, you know, about 90 minutes from Atlanta. And when you go to Blue Ridge and you visit Blue Ridge, it's sort of like a, um, a hidden gem. It's this beautiful, just mountain ranges and there's just tons of outdoor activities and, and a quaint little town. And I just fell in love. I felt like I was in a, you know, I felt like I was in a movie when we were visiting this place because of the beauty of it. So that's what drew me to Blue Ridge. And then once we came here and visited a couple of times, we made a decision. This is definitely somewhere where we would vacation regularly and also wanted to start creating um, our next segment of rentals, which was the short-term rentals, uh, which we'll get into. Um, but that's what led to it. Yeah. So Blue Ridge, I've been there a couple of times now. And it really, for people that have never been, it is, it, it does, like you said, I love that, check all the boxes. You've got yes. big mountain range views, proximity to the major city so that if you want to fly in and go for the weekend, you could certainly do that from South Florida yes. fly into Atlanta. Like when we can all fly again, right? You can fly Correct. into Atlanta, <laughs> hop over to, to Blue Ridge. From a drive, what is it, a, an 11 or 12-hour drive, or is it closer than that? It's about 11 hours if you're driving for 11 to 12 hours, depending on where you come from, South Florida, um, which is not bad either. Somebody wants to take a longer haul weekend, but if it's a five-hour commute um, if you're flying. And it's just a 90-minute drive right outside of Atlanta. And what you said, um, alluding to that, there are a lot of people that love to do uh, little weekend jaunts from Atlanta and also other neighboring um places like the Carolinas and stuff, because it's close proximity to all that. Right. And, and then it has a very cute downtown, you know, that very picturesque yeah. mountain downtown. Yeah. 
that a lot of the mountain towns don't have. Um, and so it has that beautiful, quaint little downtown. And I think the prices are fairly affordable still, are they not? Yeah, um, prices have changed in this past year. Um, and, you know, as far as the real estate market has changed dramatically here, um, one of the things we found when we were first started venturing here and stuff, we, were, um, we saw that we were going to be able to get a lot more for our dollar. Um, so that's why we decided to do what we did as far as not only invest in one property, but then said, hey, let's go ahead and invest in multiple properties, which I know we'll get into. But one of the things I wanted to mention is the downtown really drew me. In fact, when we were looking at property, uh, we would spend our time downtown itself. And uh, one of the things I think I liked a lot about it is the quaintness. It's almost like a, it's a modern-day Mayberry, if uh, anyone's familiar with that. So it's like a you know cute little quaint town where you can go downtown and get to know the local owners of the shops and the restaurants. There's an awesome town, a scenic in the middle of town. There's a scenic train, um, which is awesome in itself, and and takes you on a scenic tour ride, you know, through uh, Tennessee and the Carolinas. And that's when we when we stayed here. I think that we spent more of our time downtown than we did actually, you know, going to a lot of the different properties outside of Blue Ridge because of all the things and activities we were able to do. Right. And then I know, cause I've seen on my Instagram, there is, there's, there's <laughs> water there. There is a lake. I know there's a big, a good sized lake. So yes. I do see people like in the summer out on their pontoon boats doing yes. kind of the mountain lake thing, which is lake always fun. Right. Yes. And, that's, and another, then, that's another area. Yes. And then neighboring towns, right? Ella J, Helen, Georgia is not too far. So there's Correct. quite a bit of area to go for day trips as well. Absolutely. I mean, the whole the whole experience, if you're driving, and I suggest to someone if they want to do a, you know, a road trip, definitely Georgia has so many amazing places to stop in small towns. LJ is very close to here. We've a couple times jumped in the car to go to dinner and experience that small town. Um, but Blue Ridge, I'm always attracted right back to it because it has a different quaintness to it and um, hospitality, if you will. That's great. So what was it about Martini Mountain that lured you to be the first investment? And did you always intend for it to be a vacation rental? No. So when we first found the house that we said, this is the one that we really love, it was already built and um, it was going to be featured in um, the Parade of Homes uh, last year. Um, and we said, you know, we like this house. We have like everything it has. It's a different style. We knew that we can come in and put our final touches and make this a really nice, um, you know, sophisticated, uh, weekend getaway or week getaway for people to travel to, but also somewhere that we could come to and enjoy ourselves and really relax. Um, we're actually located, this house is actually located about two miles from downtown. So, you know, it's very close to downtown, which we liked also because we like to enjoy the restaurants and stuff downtown, but not be far away as far as distance. And, you know, Martini, you, were, you mentioned that was Martini Mountain, my first investment here. Martini Mountain Chalet, Martini Mountain is the name that we came up with because we were sitting around one evening and we were having martinis and we're like, what's going to be a cool, sophisticated, fun name? It makes me love it right away to begin with because like, <laughs> okay, I'm there. I'm in the mountains. I'm having a martini. It's like, it's such a fun placement. Like it, it puts you there. It all goes right? hand in glove. Yes. I have a couple posts on Instagram, some amazing sunsets, which are absolutely stunning up here. But there's a beautiful, we had just shaken a nice martini with that nice chilled glass. And as we, as I, as I show a picture of that, the mountains are behind it. I've got a lot of people respond to that, like, I want to be there. I want that. And um, so we said, hey, let's call it, let's let our brand be called Martini Mountain because it just, it just flowed. 
And from that, that's where we took the concept and we took it a step further and we, we actually would name, we're naming the properties. And the one that we're talking about today and we'll talk about some of the others is Martini Mountain Chalet, which is the very first one uh, that we, uh, we uh, started with. And did you always intend for it to be a vacation rental property? Yes, we first were looking, it was gonna be a vacation rental property for us as well as putting it into a program for other people to enjoy. You alluded to it just a little bit earlier. So you started with Martini Mountain Chalet, and now you have more than one Martini Mountain property. So tell us how your Martini Mountains have grown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we got so excited about Blue Ridge because there's, you know, talking about Blue Ridge, I, I, it's like, you know, Blue Ridge has been, I was talking to a friend of mine, it's been a, a golden gem, as he called it, for years. However, it's been a little bit off the beaten path. I know you said you've been here. A lot of people tell me when we're talking and stuff, they say, oh, I've heard of Blue Ridge, but I'm not quite sure where it is. So with that being said, Jeff and I, we were like, wow, there's a lot of areas in Blue Ridge that are very attractive. You mentioned before, there's the lake, um, there's mountainside, there's uh, mountaintop, you know, there's in town. So with that, we knew there was opportunity to take what we had already started with the brand Martini Mount Chalet and further it. Um, and that only came as a process because people were giving us so much positive feedback about the property. And we'll talk a little bit about the things we've done that we said, hey, let's take this a step further. And so instantly, of course, the, the building we were staying in downtown was a brand new loft building. And we said, hey, we love this unit so much. We stayed in, in one. Let's, let's get one of these and let's call it Marchini Mountain Downtown. So that's what we did. And um, then we um, currently, uh, we, we purchased a property and it's going to be ready probably by the end of May, early June this year. And it's on the water off of a creek area, which is beautiful in itself and very private. And we're putting in an infinity pool. So we're calling that Martini Mountain H2O. And um, we do have another one on the, on the brinks, but that's coming down the road. And it's going to be Martini Mountain Elevated. There's a couple of things we'll do for that. that get, that's how we got to the word elevated. Will there be more? Will there be other ones? In, like, are you invested in, in Blue Ridge that you really want to keep expanding in that area? Well, we definitely will expand more because we know that there, there is vast opportunity still here um, to continue our brand. And um, we also will continue to um, expand in other areas as well. That's a conversation we just had last week. Uh, there's a couple of other areas not far from here, but um, definitely Blue Ridge for a while. And as you said, we do have the one in the pipeline uh, we're looking at you know this fall or you know later this year to break ground on the property. We've already, we've already identified the property and, and own the property. We just now need to um, break ground on that. I think one of the things we're looking to do is taking a lot of the things that we've learned from the other properties and taking the unique attributes of those and then trying to put it all together in another one of itself so that we continue this brand flowing. That's cool. And so you said as you go out into other areas, you're but you're going to stay sort of in that general Blue Ridge area, so you're going to just go out a little bit from there, or are you going to yeah, venture out so. into North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee? I mean, I mean, is it today Blue Ridge, tomorrow the world? Or? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You know, you never know. You know, you never say never and, and never put a cap on things or don't even say the sky's the limit because it's not. Um, but when in our thought process, um, we will continue. Like right now, the the, the one home, Martini Mount H show, we're about 15, 15 minutes right outside of Blue Ridge, the, the, the town. And, um, but yet it's still close in proximity. So we may venture as far as like 20 or 30, 30 minutes outside of Blue Ridge and still be able to, um, you know, have that Blue Ridge feel. Right. And then, right. you know, long-term, who knows, Beth, we could be in Tennessee. Asheville's an area we've talked about as well. 
Um, yeah. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. How do you manage, like, do you have a property manager? How are you managing these properties? Well, interesting uh, that you bring that up. So, so one of the things that, you know, when Jeff and I were talking, you know, we've been very successful with running rental properties for the last decade plus. And um, our rentals were traditional and non-traditional in the fact that we rented, um, we had a niche in South Florida that um, had to do with the airline personnel. They were like um, crash pads for airline personnel. So we had a multiple of homes that we, we catered to the airline personnel. And at one point we had like over 50 people renting from us. And in that time of those 50 people running from us, I was doing everything as far as like when the people would check in and check out and when they needed things with the house and the problem with the property. And I told Jeff venturing into this, this new um, brand of properties and this new concept we're going to do, I don't want to be hands-on. I'd rather partner with, you know, an operations team. And, you know, we had a lot of conversations about this before we went into it because at first I didn't know it would even exist in Blue Ridge. I had an idea and a concept like, hey, I'd like to have an operations management team who takes care of all the nuts and the bolts in the day-to-day, but I still want to be able to have a conversation with them daily, weekly, and monthly to put my input as far as what I want to happen at the properties. Yeah, so, so is that what you're working towards? Yeah, well, right now we have actually already, we signed, um, when we first um, purchased the property, I interviewed multiple um, you know, operations, property management companies, and I found one that really checked all the boxes for what I was looking to put out as far as our brand. You know, one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted the, the cabin experience here to be a step above, just a little more luxurious, um, sophisticated. You know, these are different words that come to mind. And, I, you know, I when I was interviewing, I, I talked to probably about five different companies, and I listened to the way they, their style of, of managing and the way they would do things. And, um, you know, everyone had their own style. But then when I met with the one management company, um, CJ, Southern Comfort Cabin Rentals, he just checked all my boxes. And um, I told him I'm a strong communicator. I definitely am very involved with um, even the details as far as all the way to the linens. Um, And he was like, that's perfectly fine. You know, we have no problem with that. So we've created a relationship that's been almost a year in the making. And... um, it's become a very strong relationship. You know, I have lunch with him. I talk with him regularly. Um, he takes my input. And um, like I said, they take care of the nuts and the bolts and the day-to-day. But I'm able to still, as an owner, I look at it this way. I wanted somebody to do all that so I can continue to be creative. And he allows me, with his operations management team, he allows me to continue to be creative so I can think of ideas of what I want to do in the future with other properties and also maybe go back and sharpen up some of the concepts that we were doing before. I think that sounds like it's working really well. You've got those boots on the ground just to take care of, you know, the housekeeper, getting the housekeeper in and out, you know, a a plumber that needs to go out, something that needs to be fixed, making sure that the house, the turns are taken care of and the property's ready for when new people come in. So it's always helpful to have somebody like that boots on the ground. But, you know, back to you, how you got the name Martini Mountain and you shared that with us, right? The Martini and the View, and that's great. How has that consistent branding helped with the subsequent properties? Because, like, I think there's a lot of people that will own more than one property in an area, and but they market them separately. So this concept of taking multiple properties, putting them under this Martini Mountain brand, and and you said, like, that elevated aesthetic, like, are you finding that when you launch a new property, it books faster because people are already familiar with the brand? How is that consistent branding working with you? 
So we're we're fairly new in the consistent branding, you know, as far as uh, you know, a year in with that. But we've already we're already seeing um, from you know with the, the operations of property management, they have a guest relations and a guest services uh, department, and they take all the feedback. And I get all the feedback that people are, are inquiring about. People are so ecstatic about the things that we've done with this house, and you know, Martini Mountain itself. It's it's not just a cabin. This house. It, where it sits, we're at one of the highest points um, in Blue Ridge Heights, which is a private secured neighborhood. Um, so there's layers to the house, if you will. This house has a glass catwalk that goes through the whole center of the house to the outside. Uh, not many homes have glass catwalks going through them. The architectural design of the staircase, all the way down to, we brought in a graffiti artist from Miami, uh, Chink Fondu, and he has done the um, graffiti work um, in the lower level entertainment room of, of the property as he has continued to do in each property. And so we brought in all these elements to the house that brought the house to the next level, brought the wow factor so that when people were coming here, not only did we want to have what you talked about a minute ago, all the nuts and bolts in the day-to-day taken care of by an operations team, we also wanted there to be a huge wow factor. And that's where I come in where it's like when I was talking before, you know, alluding to that, CJ and my conversations all the time are like, what can we do next? What can be the, what's the guest experience next? What's the experience we can give them? So the wow factor is there for that. So with saying all that, what has happened now that we're getting ready to start, you know, um, we have Martini Mountain downtown, Martini Mountain H2O is going to be live here soon for people to be able to you know, book and stay with the reservation. We have people getting in touch with the guest services and relations through the operations team we work with asking when is our next project coming into fruition when will the dates that they can be able to set up and maybe block for you know the fall which is a great time of year here and then also christmas so we're already seeing just the power of having a brand and a brand that works and so we we took the you know there was a lot of work behind it you know martini mountain was the name we wanted to come up with but we had to you know get that registered so that it belongs to us and um you know, then we decided that we would trademark the different names of the properties. And that's where we came up, you know, with the Martini Mount Chalet. And now we're coming up with, um, you know, the, the other sister properties. I feel like we're really, as we continue to go on, we're going to be able to cross brand a lot and uh, continue to capture people who stay in our properties. Interesting enough, one of the things I brought up to CJ is I'd like to offer people who stay in our house and if they enjoy themselves the opportunity to stay at another house, maybe at a discounted rate or throw them something, you know, as far as a you know, a bonus day or something like that, just so they have the opportunity to see the other properties. You said something in this last thing about what people can expect in the living experience. So what the guest experience looks like. So what things do you think have set you apart in that guest experience area? Like, I love the idea of having the graffiti artist. It's not like, you know, pictures of barns. There's actually cool graffiti, right? It gives us that cool vibe. What other things do you do from a guest services perspective or guest experiences perspective that you can share? I wanted the experience for anyone that the minute they pull in the driveway, they have a smile on their face because they're so excited about getting in this house based on what they've already seen online from video, uh, from videos or from photos. And I wanted that experience as a minute they walk up to the door and they see the beautiful gas lanterns. I wanted every single different, you know, um, so everything from lighting, uh, the way the house looks, the cleanliness, um, the flower beds, even in the winter when it's dead, we wanted everything maintained and clean. And so we wanted the level of cleanliness really high, but then it's all about lighting. That's, we have it set up so that when a guest arrives, there's lighting throughout already. 
there's music playing on in every room and on the decks. Nice, you know, I personally pick a little jazz with, you know, Frank Sinatra and stuff. I think it's a great tune to walk into. And the house is already alive from the minute they walk into it. And that in itself is an experience. You're not walking into just a cold cabin trying to find the light switch. After some hard travel to get there, the lights are on, music is on, ready to just walk in and have a martini. Ready to walk in and have a martini. We have glasses and uh, something we're working on long-term, maybe jumping ahead here, but we actually are working with a mixologist who's going to be designing different martini recipes so that we'll have them seasonality to leave as a little gift for uh, guests as they arrive, um, which will be neat. Yeah, the signature drink, the signature, signature martini. Drink. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I do some of that, right? So Christmas, I have a cranberry martini. In the fall, I do pomegranate martini. In the spring, it's lemon, more lemon drops. So yeah, I try and spice up my martinis, especially when I'm having company. So yeah, I totally get that. You can tell I'm totally into the martini thing. Totally. <laughs> I love it. Well, you're going to have to visit. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I have to. Uh, what do you do for marketing, <laughs> Thomas? How do you get the word out? So um, one of the things when we first started, um, you know, of course, tying in with this operations uh, property management team, they already have all that set up. Um, you know, they have already their website and all that. So that's what helped us in the beginning. Um, actually, after that, after several first guests stayed at the property, people then started tagging our property in their own Instagram, their personal Instagrams. And then we started our Instagrams, you know, for each property. And we actually, at will going forward, we are building, we're in the process of building the website, which is going to be Martini Mountain Homes. And at that website, Martini Mountain Homes, people have access to all the different homes and properties and also photos and videos, you know, and testimonials and everything there. Also, they'll be on that website. They'll be able to click a button here to, you know, book or reserve a space at any of the different properties. So for marketing as of right now, um, we continue to do Instagram. Like I said, we hired somebody full-time who's going to be maintaining and taking care of our website, Martini Mountain Homes, and also be doing all the um, Instagram social media posts for us. Very cool. Very cool. She loves her job because she knows that she gets to stay at the houses because what better way to talk about them than getting the content? And she is just thrilled that she gets to do that. <laughs> and does it work that way? Do you find that when people are there, they're posting, they're tagging, and that's driving more traffic? Well, we that is actually just started to take off, and we're seeing more and more of it. And I think that what happens is people get ex so excited here; they want to share. There are multiple people taking photos of themselves in front of their front of the house. When you pull in the driveway, we have a unique setting at this house, uh, in particular Martin Mount Chalet, that we have an amazing views of just mountain ranges that are hundreds of miles away. And it's even fun hearing the stories from locals and stuff about this mountain range, and you know, and. You know, how these homes were never here, but it's one of the most beautiful spots here in Blue Ridge as far as, as far as the views. So there are a lot of people doing selfies with the mountains in the background here at the property. Interesting. Interesting. How have you leveraged the town of Blue Ridge? I mean, we talked about what a, what a draw that town is, but how have you leveraged that into these properties? How do you bring the town into the houses? Well, um, I, I think the, the, the biggest leverage was doing what we did as far as going and talking to a uh, property management company that is established and, and knows the area and, and has had established cabin rentals throughout the year, through the years. That was one of the strongest leverages because we were able to take their expertise and their knowledge of this town and the rentals themselves and have a discussion with them and tell them, okay, we appreciate what you've been doing over here, but this is something we want to do to mix it up a bit 
and they signed on with us with that. So our first leverage has been through them. Secondly, we've very strong in getting to know the locals, um, getting to know the local business owners, the local restaurant owners, um, and um, that's been wonderful in itself. I'll tell you a story. Uh, we recently were went down to one of the galleries um, right there in downtown Blue Ridge in the little town, and uh, we had purchased a piece of art. And uh, the day we purchased it, we got a call from the gallery owner, and she said the artist that painted it would like to meet uh, Jeff and I. And I said, sure. I said, I'd like to meet them too. That's great. So I said, why don't you, because we were downtown, I said, why don't you have them meet us up at the uh, chalet? And uh, she said, okay. So we set it up. They came up here. And this gentleman's a well-known artist. He's had galleries around the country, and he still paints and does very well for himself. And he came in with his wife, and they walked out on the balcony, and he's standing out on my balcony and at Martin Mount Chalet, and he goes, I've got to tell you, I travel the world, but never, it's one of the most spectacular views I've ever seen of the mountain ranges. So I said to him, I said, well, you seem to really love it. I said, it seems very genuine. He goes, it is. He goes, this just touches my heart. I'm so happy to be here. So we had a drink, a martini, and chatted more. And um, he was so excited about the house, and his wife was so excited about the house. I said, listen, I invite you and your wife and whoever friends you want to come. I'm going to give you four nights at the chalet. All I ask is that you share your experience with me through a painting. So he's just now finishing the painting. So I think that we're leveraging through getting to know the locals, getting to know the people that travel here, getting to know the people that love and appreciate the area. And that's been a huge, 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 huge success for us as far as leveraging the property and getting the name out there and the brand of Martini Mountain. I think that's great. It gives also, you know, just that touch of local, right? You can rent a cabin anywhere. But since I I, I really feel like, you know, Blue Ridge is such a quaint, spot however you can leverage like local restaurants and artists and things it's it's such a nice value add and that people aren't going to find in just any kind of basic cabin rental that they could find anywhere i agree beth i agree i mean one of our things that we we constantly talk about um pretty much every day is next level what's the next level how do we take it to the next level how is the experience and we're speaking with some, you know, we've got a lot of things, you know, in the hopper as far as ideas, irons in the fire, if you will. And just to make the guest experience that much more. And that would be also tying in with a lot of the local restaurants and shops, um, you know, Bear Claw Vineyard, there's uh, breweries, there's just so many things. And to tie in with all them, we're thinking about putting in, you know, into our properties, the different tablets. So if somebody checks in, they have these tablets, but it also says, hey, while you're here, enjoy your stay, you know, use the, you know, Tell them that you're staying in Martini Mountain, and you know, um, you know, offer different discounts to people to travel and, and enjoy these local uh, businesses and restaurants as well. That's great. That's great. How important has repeat business and word of mouth been? Repeat business is very important to us, and um, I feel that repeat business comes from recognizing that we are giving a quality product and that we have a quality brand that is very unique and different to the style of a lot of properties that are out there. Um, You alluded to it earlier. I don't even know the total number, but I know that just in the, uh, there's over several hundred properties just in the, um, in the group that the management company that works with us has. And and what have we done to stand out in uh, the other, against the other properties you know, and, and not saying one property is better than the other, but we wanted to have a brand and a uniqueness. Um, so with that being said, it's like I think the repeat business comes from a lot of word of mouth, but we've done a lot of things also to, you know, like with hosting different events and stuff 
in our properties and inviting different people in the community so that they would come in and even if they weren't staying at the property, had a chance to come and see the property and walk through the property and share. Because you know as well as I do, if you go and you see something, you're excited about it, you're going to be telling everybody who's going to tell everybody. Yeah, so to that, you I know early on you shared a story with me a little earlier about having a musician come out from Atlanta early on. And so, so, so just repeat that story so everybody can hear, because I think it's a great story of how these things kind of catch on and start to work. When we first entered our house into the program and the uniqueness of it, and also, you know, the pictures, you know, pictures tell a lot. And that was a, that's a big thing for me that, that stems from my real estate career. You know, like if somebody's trying to purchase a home, you've got to have, you've got to have the best pictures, video production, everything. So I've taken that and I, I, I've, you know, using that in our own, for our own personal um, benefit. And so the, the house went up and it was the, it was a weekend. It was, no, it was three days before Memorial day weekend last year, this house went live. And, um, we were like, it's three days before Memorial Day weekend. Who's going to rent now? Everybody's, everybody's already made their plans, you know? And, um, but that was my short-sightedness because we put it up within 20 minutes of us putting it up. The house, all of a sudden, we were watching it. just started getting booked and booked and booked and booked. And we were like, what's going on? So come to find out, the first bookings were from a musician out of Atlanta, a well-known musician. And he came and he stayed at the house and he Instagrammed the house and he Instagrammed the catwalk and he Instagrammed different rooms and the mount site. So that went to all his sphere and his fellow musicians and his fellow buddies that are songwriters and stuff. Our house was like um, completely for several, for quite a bit of time, you know, just a lot of people that are in the entertainment business stuff and it was booked from them. And that just really helped to, you know, it was like a catalyst to make us explode into the, the realm that we wanted to be with this property. It's very cool. It's a very cool story. Thank you. Any other special tips that you can share to people that are listening? I think the, the, the biggest tip, because people ask me all the time, they're like, oh, you know, I want to go buy a house and I just want to get a name and, you know, it's going to be, you know, um, is that all I do? And I, I think there's a little bit more behind it. <laughs> I think yeah. the biggest tip of all <laughs> is you've got to have a passion um, I have a passion. I have a passion. Uh, since I was a kid, I've always had this idea that, you know, I love the concept that if I could work at a hotel where people would walk in, you know, and you, hi, how are you? Hope you enjoy your stay. Let me know if you need anything. We call and we check on. That's been in my blood since I was a kid. So I feel that we're doing that now with the properties that we're building, but on a different level. And so my biggest tip is if you have a passion or if you're interested in, you know, having multiple properties and running them as a business, I definitely say partner up with a uh, operations team because, you know, you don't want to be part of all the day to day because that, you know, can wear you down. And I think outside of a passion, you got to have patience and um, you definitely surround yourself with the right people um, that are doing what you're doing, you know, and the people that will help guide you in the direction, you know, and I think the biggest, most important, which we're seeing now, Beth, and it's just getting started, it's very, very important to um, have your own brand. Don't just be another, you know, house in the woods. Yeah, it's important to come up with a name. And I love that you, and a lot of people, you know, name second homes and call it by name and that's fun. But I love that you've taken that name now and consistently applied it so that you've really leveraged your brand. So now it's like, it's kind of like uh, it, you become sort of like the Marriott, right? <laughs> of, I love it. Of vacation yes. rentals, right? So yes. the, just borrowing a page from that hospitality that you just spoke to and what what can you learn about hospitality? Well, what, number one up at the top of the list is brand. You know, we we're we're seeing that in real estate as well, right? So much we we talk about this when we pitch Ritz Carlton properties, right? So we know that 
Ritz-Carlton commands a 25% premium. So building value into that brand and applying it across multiple properties is something that hotel industry has been doing for a year. But as it comes to real estate, we understand the value that it can add. So I just think you've been really smart to be able to move in and sort of leverage that. Well, I appreciate that. And I love that you just said what you said, because when I interviewed each property management group for the operations of the property, I said, let me just put it very clear to you. Have you stayed at the Ritz-Carlton before or Ritz-Carlton or been there? They're all like, yes. I said, I want the Ritz-Carlton experience for our property. That's what I'm looking for. And, you know, if you can do it, this is great. And we're going to work together. It's going to be awesome. But if you can't, I'm still going to love you but I'm not going to work with you because we want that. We want that bar of excellence. Well, and I think it, it, it translates into dollars, right? You're able to get Correct. a higher nightly rate. You're Correct. able to command the, the premium, which again, makes the whole, your whole return on these types of properties that Correct. much uh, more beneficial because. And appealing. The, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you get a better quality of tenant. It just, it just sets a, it's, it starts to become a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You do I something better. You can charge a little bit more. You get better people. You do something better. You charge. I mean, it, it's that cycle of value, I guess you could call it. I, I agree with that. And this past year, because this is our first year on the market, I was getting feedback from people because I had the house, I had the a crew come in and set the place up because fall is an amazing time of year here when all the foliage is starting to change and people come from all over. And so we set the house up very fall like, but when we, when it got for, um, when it came to Christmas, I brought in a couple companies that did all the lighting of the house. We did, we ran a beautiful, um, professional video that was done of the house to show the magic of the holiday. And these are all the little things they are the layers, you know, that, that help to showcase the home and make it that much more special. Yeah. Yeah. I think that decorating is a big part of, you know, people wanting to get away. Well, you think about it now, right? Like people do want to get away when it's a special occasion. The fall obviously is just magnificent there, but, but, but again, Christmas, instead of having people come and find their own tree and decorate and whatever, have it ready for them. So they can just walk in again, that setup experience you talked about, the lights are on, the Christmas tree is on, it's ready to come and just enjoy. So I ready, think come that's, enjoy. And that was the whole month of December this year. You know, you come in when you when you checked into this house, it was light jazz, Christmas music playing, and there were warm lights, you know, not over. You know, I love Chevy Chase's Christmas, but you know, we didn't do it like that. We did it a little bit more sophisticated. <laughs> you know, we did seven trees throughout no, the Griswold? property. No, well, okay, seven trees. That is a little Griswold. I mean, I'm just telling you. <laughs> but these were thin pencil trees and stuff just with lights on them, but it was very tastefully done. There is a video we have out there, and it's online. You have to check it out. It's on our YouTube channel as well, but it's it's really cool. It's magical. As Actually, talking about um, repeat business and the way things work, I was in town, and uh, a gentleman that's a good friend of ours, um, he owns the Black Sheep Restaurant, which is a really cool place to eat at in Blue Ridge. And he goes, hey, Thomas, I want to introduce you to so-and-so. And he goes, she, she stayed at your house. I said, oh, you stayed at the house. She goes, oh, my gosh. She goes, I saw it online. She goes, I said to my husband, we're staying there for three days. I don't care what three days we're going there so that we can get in the Christmas mood and the Christmas spirit and the holiday festivities. So they did. But with that conversation, she goes, I've already booked two more stays at your property. And I said, well, I really appreciate that. And if you ever need anything, let me know. She goes, no, you guys are checking all the boxes. This is what I'm looking for in my cabin experience. I said, we appreciate that. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So I guess just last question there. So do you do anything um, from a marketing standpoint after somebody has come to you, do a follow-up? Do you ask them for feedback? Do you put them on a drip campaign? Do you do anything to kind of cultivate this database of, of, of people that have stayed there? Okay, so very good question. So with the the property management company that we are tied into that does all the, you know, we talked about before, they have a follow-up system. They have a follow-up system throughout the stay. They check on the guests the next day, um, sometimes depending on the de- time of the day, you know, um, that they check in. Depending on the time of the day, they'll call and check on them, see how everything's going, ask them if they need anything else. Um, if they're staying for a long extended stay, then they'll check on them, you know, periodically ask them if they need anything. Once they leave, they send them a survey as well as a follow-up email and uh, links to do a testimonial. Then what they'll do is they continue to cycle in their database. If anything comes up, like our new, our new properties that are coming up soon, they will go and send an email drip campaign to go straight out to all these people that, okay, if you love Martini Mountain Chalet, you're going to love Martini Mountain H2O call now book and we'll run specials and stuff. So they've been very instrumental in all that long-term visits. We are actually talking now and discussing, you know, a lot of ideas down the road of other things that we would like to do for, you know, guests when they, you know, come and stay for long-term, you know, to stay in touch with different cards, seasonality, you know, just different gifts for them throughout the year. That's nice. That's nice. So I will just say that we will put like all the links to the YouTube channel, the videos, the websites, all of that will be in the show notes for people that want to go check it out and maybe, and maybe book there. I guess with that, are, are, are you ready for the lightning round? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So this podcast is called From the Ground Up. So we close with a lightning round of questions about you and how you grew from the ground up. Where were you Excellent. born? I was born in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. What is your academic background? Um, I go as far as my first year of college. Um, Did not even graduate with a college degree. I wanted to jump into working. You were anxious to go to work. I was anxious. So what was your first job? Not after, not at that point, but what was like your first job in life? My first job in life, as early as I can remember, I enjoyed uh, making my own dollars. So my two older, my older brother, my oldest brother, he had um, a paper route, but he didn't like getting up that early in the morning. So I asked my dad, could I take his paper out? And my dad was like, oh, you're too young. And I was like, come on. So my first job was a paper route. <laughs> cool. And then back to when you left college because you were anxious to go to work. Tell us about your career after that. Um, well, I was doing uh, some acting, and I started getting a lot more, you know, parts and, and different um, ads and things I was participating in. And I was like, you know what? I said I was living in Virginia Beach, and some of the casting calls would be in New York or different areas. I said, you know what? It'd be great if I could work for the airlines, and if I worked for the airlines, then I could travel for free and I could go to my auditions. Well, it was a great idea and a concept at the time, but it didn't turn out that way. I did go to work for the airlines. I worked for the airlines for a short stint but um, went right into real estate past that. It's I didn't know you were an actor. So I, I, <laughs> I, 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 li- I like that. Who do you consider has been your best mentor? Um, so my, my father has passed, and but he was when he was alive and still is uh, one of my greatest mentors. Um, active now and in my life is my partner, my life partner, Jeff. 
Um, you know, Jeff, uh, he lets me be creative and crazy and he, um, uh, deals more on the financial side and, um, but yet together we're able to collaborate and talk and have great communication. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do the things we're doing and the scale and also take the risk if it wasn't for, you know, the respect we have for each other. So I I definitely say Jeff is a, a mentor to me. That's very nice. Um, when you're not at Martini Mountain, where do you live and what do you like best about your home? Um, when I'm not at Martini Mountain, I live, my residence is in Fort Lauderdale. Jeff works out of Miami and Fort Lauderdale, so we had a res- residence part-time in um, Miami. That changed a little bit this year, as a lot of things did. So we're full-time in Fort Lauderdale. What I love most about my home is we're in the heart of Flagler Village, which is the art district, and um, I love being able to walk out the door and walk over for coffee and just being a fun Fun, trending, growing neighborhood. Yeah, it really is. It really yeah. is. I, yeah. As of late, you know, we have so many developers coming into our market. And a few people have, you know, asked about Flagler Village, right? They're looking for up-and-coming areas. And Flagler Village and the Northwood and Palm Beach are sort of the top two that people are asking about. So I think good things are in store for coming soon to Flagler Village near you. Yeah. <laughs> what a good way to say it. Very true. <laughs> What's your favorite vacation spot? Uh, my favorite, uh, I would say um, Paris and New York. They both go hand in glove. Yeah. Can't wait to get back to um, oh, I know. To, to get back to international travel. Exactly. It's, it, 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 it's, it's soon. I can't wait. I know. I know. I'm what, with you, Beth. What's your morning routine? Um, the mornings, um, I'm a little spoiled. Jeff gets up first. He's one of those 5 a.m. risers, and he's up, and... Um, when I get up, usually, you know, whether it be, it depends on, cause we're two days a week, we have a, a Pilates class and then two days a week we have a pri- private weight training class. So four days a week, I'm completely disciplined that I'm up out of bed, like five thirty, five forty-five. And, uh, when I get out of bed, Jeff's already, uh, cut a lemon in half and squeeze lemon. The first thing we do every day is we flush our system with lemon to get that little kick, wake up and then coffee and then just start the day. I love my days that we start with a workout like where I'm in Blue Ridge right now. And, um, we met with a lady this morning and had a nice uh, Pilates session and it was early and I was tired and it was a little cold, but you know what you go, you do it. It really gets the day to a kickstart. Get your blood moving. The Get blood your blood moving. moving. It's, a, it's, it's a good thing. So you, so even when you're in up Martini mountain, you, you, you stick with your exercise routine. We stick with our exercise routine. Um, this past week I fell off the wagon a little bit because it was my birthday and, and we had multiple dinners but we jumped back into the routine the last couple of days. And yes, and, and we did that because of discipline. We set, made sure we set up trainers and different people that we would have to be accountable to here so that we would continue to, you know, do our life in the regimen and keep it in that, you know, same systematic as, we, as when we're at home. That's great. That's great. Do you have any aspirational goals? I do. Um, I think that my, my biggest goal is to continue doing what we're doing, finish out this next um, these next two projects, uh, the Martin Mountain H2O, as well as um, we have a Martin Mountain Elevated coming up. And I think um, also, you know, I aspire to continue to be a better person every day, and I aspire to uh, be grateful for my partner and, you know, Jeff. And, of course, number one and foremost for myself and everyone else is health. That's a big aspiration. And then happiness. But I aspire to just keep doing what we're doing and having fun. That's great. What are you reading, watching, or listening to? Um, 
well, I think it's pretty easy to say what I'm what I'm um, watching is um, that Oprah Winfrey's interview with Prince Henry and Meghan Markle. <laughs> I've been watching that for the last couple of days. I haven't had enough time to sit and watch the whole thing because I try not to watch all the TVs. I've been breaking it up in increments. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you like to listen to? Um, I a variety. Okay, so now that we're in Blue Ridge, I'm country. You know what I'm saying? So I've got a lot of Carrie yes. Underwood, and you know what I mean. <laughs> the minute I get in the car, I get off the plane in Atlanta, I'm like, I'm country, and uh, even got some boots. And uh, <laughs> I am like, and it's such a wonderful feeling. It's such a, I just listen. If you haven't been here, um, there is such a peace and just a wonderful. It's like this a wonderful experience coming to Blue Ridge and being part of the mountains and the people here are amazing. And when I'm at home, um, I like a lot of jazz and I like a lot of coffee house. At coffee house, I put I put on a lot of the coffee house mixes when I'm trying to like do computer work. Right, it's just good You're right. background it's just music keeps you focused. You know? Right, nice background. Yeah, it is. And where can people connect with you? I, I'm going to post the sites, but what's the best way to reach you? Email, social media. Yeah, email is the best way. Social media. Um, uh, we have you know social media um, for you know we have Martini Mountain. Um, you can Google us. You can uh, you can um, YouTube us. It's like so. There's multiple platforms to be found. And good. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, in your email, I guess if somebody wants to contact you directly, best way to reach you directly. Uh, my email will be Thomas. Uh, my name Thomas T H O M A S at Achea E C H E A Realty R E A L T Y dot com. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. You've been so generous in what you've shared. Congratulations on your martini success. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, And you're right. I got to get up there and then we're going to plan it. it. We're going to plan it. Okay, thanks so much for being on. So you need to be here. We're going to have you back and you're going to tell us about your, you know, 2000 (laughs) Martini Mountain properties. So (laughs) I I wish you continued success in building your Martini Empire. And thank you again for your time today. Thank you, Beth. This episode of From the Ground Up was sponsored by Feather the Nest, the crowdfunding source for all of your real estate needs. Why register for silverware when you can start your way to owning or renting your own home? Please sign up for your nest at www.featherthenest.com. A special thanks to my extraordinary producer, Sohail Fazluddin, who has made this podcast possible.